Welcome to Scroll Sessions. I'm Shane Hickenlooper, and I'm joined by my co-founder, Dan Page. Together, we're the brains behind Scroll, a digital marketing agency. In this podcast, we'll explore the ups and downs of entrepreneurship, marketing, and growing a business. Join us each week as we share our insights, our failures, and our successes with you. Hit that subscribe button to stay updated on the latest episodes of the Scroll Sessions. Welcome everyone to Scroll Sessions. Today we have on Sean Holiday, the co-founder of Space Station. And I will say Space Station is much more than just that one word. Oh, you it is. could correct me, but <laughs> we, it's Space own, Station Integration, Space Station Gaming, we own, The CPG. first step, we own SpaceStation.com. Yeah. Come on. That's there you huge. go. If anything, if this whole thing goes down, we got SpaceStation.com. <laughs> exactly. Sell the domain to Elon or, or Bezos Somebody. or one of these guys has got to want it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or NASA, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Someone will want it. So that's that's the premise. But yeah, started, you know, you have Space Station and then these sub-brands, Space Station CPG, Space Station Integration, Space Station Gaming. We just kind of stuck with that one one general tone, that yeah. one style. The Space Station Empire, that's as it. I think that's a lot it. of us have quickly <laughs> turned I like that little last part, the Empire. I'll yeah. Tell you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? I you know what? It. We actually, so our business name used to be you went to local, and when we changed it to scroll, there was another name that was in the running. What was it? Something Moon. Uh, I can't remember. But There was uh, a lot of names. <laughs> but it was, like, way too similar to Space Station. So. Well, the cool part, too, is that, like, you have so many emoji options with, you know, Space Station. Yeah. You've got the astronaut. You've got the rocket. rocket. You've yep. got stars, moons. Like, everybody everybody likes, you know, space branding. So Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's oh, kind of a cool part of it. Cool. It's worked very well for you oh, guys. Yeah. yeah, so well. Talk. Oh, it was Moonwalk. Oh, yeah. Moonwalk. Yeah, we have one, yeah. Moonwalk. So, oh, right. Yeah, we have a Moonwalk oh. Media. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Moonwalk. Yeah, I mean, it is our like gaming. Uh, it's like in it's like integrations for gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's focused on Good gaming. Thing there you go. <laughs> we would have gotten this from us, <laughs> just up the street. I still well, drive by your guys' like old, old building. Yeah, I was say our old and office. The was signage closed. is still there. You got to go get it down. Oh, we already did. Oh, you did. It's now up on okay. our other building now. Okay. <laughs> I drive by there. These guys still have their old their old spot. There. Yeah, we yeah. we we used to be very close. Well, literally on Super the same close. street. And our friends were Rosewood. Yeah, you know yeah. Who they are yeah. Rosewood Painting, which Mitch is right and, next door. They yeah. were literally right next door to you guys. So oh, really? There's in who the, have helped build like most of our building. office. So like all the painting, they clear coat all the metal. They do most of the drywall. We ha- we actually hired Rosewood. Rosewood to paint. Rosewood are the guys that painted all of our interior stuff when yeah. we moved in. There you go. It's, it's a small world. It's all about relationships. Listen, we're here at Catalyst, stuff. <laughs> right? It's all about who you know, man. Yeah. Well, the we sickest just, podcast on earth, and it's right here. We were talking about that just off air, and you were mentioning, name some of the podcasts that you've been on, just oh. to really amp us up, make us feel good. Yeah, I was on Trevor Crumps just recently. Yeah. Uh, Love Trevor. Yep. Such we just tell Trevor and Mark, we just steal their guests. That's yeah. just kind of how our relationship with them Sean works. Finnegan, if you don't know who he is, uh, incredible, yeah. incredible human. Just yeah. was on his a couple of days ago, but I've been on, like, Gary V's was was really really cool yeah you and sean durst were yeah. on that one yeah together, me and sean right? like flew out uh just for that which is kind of a fun experience you know wow, you're like yeah let's so do it cool. and then we get there and you know you think it's maybe going to be something like this ends up being us three just like sitting up on chairs like right like our feet are at the level of like all the desks and like 30 40 people there at the office and it was almost like this kind of open q a but then we yeah. had some cameras specifically in like podcast style anyways it was really cool it's like kind of a unique unique different, model yeah different one that different style cool. so well it just goes to show that like production isn't everything too right exactly like it's the it's the guest it's the story it's, it's the content the, nobody yeah. knew who guy Roz was 
Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like he didn't have how some I phenomenal exit or like some crazy, but no, he, he just was like, how I built this. I'm going to go get the people's story that, that you want to hear about on common, you know, products and services that you know about. And I'm going to go yeah. be the guy. And now all of a sudden, now you know who Guy Raz is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a great yeah. story. It's teller. the content, dude. It was, it was the story. Amazing. Yeah. Well, we're stoked to have you on today. Um, we have worked a little bit together yeah. in business. Yeah. yeah which has been incredible. It's been awesome to watch you guys. You guys started a few years before us, and you guys have, no pun intended, <laughs> been like a rocket ship. Not, when did um, you guys start? I don't... 2019. Start, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We didn't re... I mean, we were calling businesses at Hometown Values Magazine, me and Dan, saying, hey, you should try, like, digital advertising. Um, so... <laughs> Which is a great, that, it was a great way to start. It's <laughs> a great story. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and we had a little office for 300 bucks a month next to a uh, emotional therapist and she'd turn on a white noise machine. So it was like, yeah, that's how we started. We didn't like really start a big business. We just, no, yeah. we just had some calling. clients. That's that how they all started. Started. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like so, straight up. That's how they all start. Yeah. What year did you guys start? So we started 2017, 17. but the Shonduras brand had been kind of going since 2014, you, 2013 on, YouTube, on, YouTube. on Snapchat. Snapchat. So Sean right, right, right. starts with Snapchat and kind of through his own grit and just effort built this following you know he was hitting up news publications and he was getting articles and he was featured in like all these different things by just like self-proclaiming like i'm gonna be the snapchat guy uh and then he had some incredible you know just collaborations where he worked with jerome jar and then casey neistat and then gary actually came in and helped you know kind of plug him into a bunch of people and so i started on snapchat and well Back up, Sean and I had met on our mission. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we're in Honduras. This is the Honduras yeah, part of Shonduras. That's Shonduras. where Shonduras comes from. Is Sean comes back from Honduras. Honduras, and okay. so his his like usernames and stuff. He'd put S Honduras, and that's where Shonduras started. Oh, and nice. so I've always wondered that. Yeah, so we met on our mission, and uh, from there, I was from Arizona. I'm from this little town called Sholo. Uh, there'll be somebody that will hear this and be like, my cousin North or my south. friend. I serve my mission in Arizona. Northeast. Northeast, okay. Yeah, Northeast Arizona. And so there's not much close. You're like three hours, two and a half hours from Phoenix, Mesa kind of area. Okay. Um, and then you've got, if you went further kind of north, kind of headed back west, you'd have like Holbrook, Winslow, which are like the Route 66. The uh, classic yeah, like cars yeah, literally yeah, yeah, built yeah. off of that. For sure. We're just like up, right up in the mountains, you know, 6,800 elevation okay. kind of away yeah. from everything else. So so grew up there, a little tiny town. And then after the mission, went to Mesa. I was actually going uh, into nursing school. Yes. Because if I could be a nurse, if I want to go back to my little town, we're talking like 10,000 population, right? 15,000 population. You really work for the school, the hospital, or you have your own business. Yeah. I was savvy enough to know that like I didn't have resource to get a business. So that probably wasn't going to happen. And my dad worked at the school and, and it, I didn't, he didn't like it. So I always just grew up was like, uh, I, don't I don't think I want to do that. So I was like, I'm going to go back to, to work at the hospital. And my wife, uh, is a sonographer. And so I was like, sick, we'll work up there and start this lifestyle. And yeah, I ended up actually getting my RN, uh, which was cool, but you got the cover of a magazine. Yeah. I was on the cover <laughs> of, uh, of the magazine, but I, uh, yeah, I just realized it wasn't, it wasn't going to work for me. And before, and during that time I'm working, I worked as a telemarketer. We were selling solar hot water heaters. Oh wow! <laughs> in 2009, so most people didn't have a home. <laughs> yeah, but no they kidding. needed a solar hot water heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really tough. Then I was like, all right, I'm gonna step up, and I did debt collecting. So I did 
medical debt uh, for wow. two and a half years. And wow. which, is, All right. which is rough to be in in general. I'm breaking out. I'm really going to step up. And I ran a janitorial company <laughs> for two and a half years. So really learned like the nitty gritty, yeah. tough, tough side of just life, to be completely honest. Uh, not that my life was bad, just that there's, you know, medical there's, debt out there that somebody has to collect. There's toilets and, and floors that have to be mopped and cleaned. And, and there was yeah. someone to do it. And that was me. I was that guy doing that, yeah. uh, which is phenomenal, phenomenal experience. But during that, we're going, and then my brother and I, Tim, who, who's at the space station now, runs Space Station Investments, uh, we were sitting at church together. We lived next door. Uh, so I had twins, and I bought the house next to my brother so that he could help me with my twins. <laughs> I was like, dude, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, can't so do you got to so help. Well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, we uh, were sitting in church, and I was like, how is it that I can FaceTime someone in Honduras, a third world country, and like see them and hear them, yet somebody you know, sitting here in front of me is sharing this, you know, really cool story and I can't understand or hear them, right? Because the audio is just so terrible. I was like, what if you could talk into your phone and have it come over the sound system? And he was like, that's brilliant. And we literally were obsessed for the next week. All we thought about, all we researched, <laughs> our Google this? searches were just <laughs> yeah. turning a phone into a microphone in a live event. So two, 300 people, instead of passing a mic around, you talk into your phone. And so that was it. We're doing that. But I'm still in nursing school. We don't have much money. And we're like, uh, how do we do it? <laughs> yeah, so how do we make this work? We literally put everything we had into uh, just like a MVP. And uh, that really was what started our kind of first iteration of it. And from there, we then went on to raise capital. And um, this is from 2013 to 2016. And then in 2016 is where Sean kind of comes back into my life uh, from the mission. He's coming to Arizona for a college football game, the national championship. Uh, in 2016 was in Glendale, Arizona. And he's like, I think I know a guy there. And he's like, yo, dude, <laughs> you up. don't you live there? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I'll come by, man. Like, that'd be sick to come and stay and hang. And I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And so when he hung, we, yeah, dove into what he was working on and where mm -hmm. he was going and, and what Crowd Mics was and where it was going. And So it's called Crowd Mics? Yeah, Crowd Mics. Yep. And so then that year we ended up going through acquisition. And I was like, hey. So Tim stayed on kind of in the earn out. And I was like, I, I, I'm kind of, yeah, looking for something else. Yeah. And we lived in Arizona and it was hot and miserable. And I was like, you know what? How cool would it be? Uh, you know, and Sean hit me up and was like, let's let's see if there's something here. And so anyways, moved sight unseen to Utah in uh, December, November the whole of, family. of 20, uh, 2016. So With all, I had four kids. So I had a four-year-old or five-year-old, three-year-old, and then 18-month-old twins. Jeez. Um, and we moved and, and why make the jump, right? Like, obviously, you yeah. and John were connected. Yeah. Like, you had a relationship. You knew each other in Honduras. But, yeah. like, why why make that jump and transition? Yeah. I mean, I was ready for something different. We had done the tech scene, the fundraise, the just go out and yeah. grind. And and Sean had this whole other thing, this media style, right? This, like, mm -hmm. media delivery uh, and this community that he was building. And I was like, that is just such a different pace than what I had kind of been used to. And it was so refreshing. So I was like, how cool would this be to just have a different style? And I native, like, I didn't know who PewDiePie was. <laughs> I didn't have the yeah. native, like, YouTube app on my phone. So it wasn't like I was like, Ex I yeah. love this stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, this is sure. me. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, ready for a change. And, like, I'll, I, I believe in just humans can figure things out. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure out, like, I've figured out other stuff, how to fit into this market and bring value and um so that's where it started. I mean, yeah, you went from debt collecting to plumbing <laughs> yeah. to, yeah. you know, you pretty sure you you're can a, figure you're out something. You're probably going to get like, you're into influencers yeah, I'll, I'll at some point. And then I grew up. My mom owned a Dairy Queen. 
Uh, oh, that's yeah. right. 30, you post on the, about 33 LinkedIn years. About yeah. yeah. So like I grew up in a business of we have to yeah. paint it. We got to change the floors. We got to, you know, make ice cream and clean the machines and yeah. all kind of stuff. And so like I, I had grown up and then my dad actually started an air medical business. So we had helicopters and planes and like they're oh dispatching gosh. at three in the morning. It's so like I knew it was life was always just a grind. Like it was yeah. kind of yeah. just you business do it, is in the blood. You do it how and when you got to do it. My actual grandpas, both my grandpas were entrepreneurs and had really? uh, they both actually had like convenience stores. Wow. Uh, yeah, like oh, one had a gas cool. station right next to the Dairy Queen. Okay. Uh, and then the other one had one in a place called Pine Top. Um, he had a little convenience store. And so, anyways, wow, it was like, awesome. it's kind of always generationally yeah, the f- family, was there. Sure. And so I knew yeah. it was going to be a grind, but I was but you were interested. ready for it. Yeah, and I was down. So uh, starting a business or going into business with someone, like obviously yeah. Dan and I are in a business partnership. Yeah. Um, you had... Shondra has come down. You he had his Snapchat thing going and had built an awesome community. Yeah. You had started a business and exited. Yeah. How much conversation did you guys have about going into business together? And this is a question that I think a lot of people wonder. Like, yeah. how do you decide who does what and who provides value where and those kind of things? Yeah. I think a massive piece is too often people sit down. Um, and I've found myself doing this too, but like, we'll sit down and like plan out it all, plan everything out. We're going to have this and you we're gonna do this and you're going to do that. And we're going to crush this market and look at this Tam and coming up with all these acronyms and things. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, end of the day, you just, you have to actually have something, right? You have to have a skill set that you can bring to the table and there has to be a market that fits and, and that you can go after and, and then go after it and figure it out. So we've adjusted plenty of times. Oh, it's going to look like this. Eh, maybe it's not. Oh, yeah. it's going to be this. Maybe it's not right? In, in, in all aspects of the business. And so I think number one is just really truly go out and find and, you know, see where your skill sets and your desires match up with the market and, and then just go to work. Like that's, How's that that's evolved from like you and Sean at the beginning to where you yeah. guys are now? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we were just fully, we were making videos every single day. So daily vlogs. So get and up and grind out a vlogs. video. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So from <laughs> December, um, so timeline was like, yeah, December, super, super busy. Sean's just heads down. It's, you know, the super bowl of, of, uh, you know, marketing. And so yeah, the year, yeah. we're just cranking. He's all over the place, you know, traveling to events and, and doing all kinds of things. Um, and so I was just at the office and I'm like, what can I do? I don't really know a ton, but at the time, if you remember like one wheels and boosted boards and like, uh, those scooters, yeah, you know, yeah. like hoverboards and all that yeah. stuff was like, was like huge. And Casey nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. And Casey and, P- and Sean were like, homie. So it's like, yeah. yeah, all working. So while I was there, I would just look up companies and I'd hit them up and just like, Hey, if you send us stuff, we'll make videos. And every day we're trying to make a video every day. So it's yes. like, you need a we lot can of make, content. Yeah. We can yeah. make a video about anything. Yeah, yeah. Just share it and send it to us. And so I spent a ton of time doing that. Um, and then the first quarter, we really honed in on and, and did some incredible deals with uh, Subaru and Samsung, uh, Century 21, you know, these, these just really great pinnacle yeah. brands. Um, and Sean had these incredible relationships. And so that's where we started. And then we started thinking, well, there was a, a case study with Greyhound Bus where this guy hits me and he's like, hey, let's do this deal. And I was like, Awesome do you like by chance have any more budget or like, could I get this other guy who's with us? Like he was in town, a guy named, kid named Tanner Fox. He was there. It's like, could we get him on this campaign as well? And he's like, yeah. And so he throws some, some budget. Right. And I was like, that was awesome. So like that worked. And yeah. And then everyone was stoked. And I was like, 
well, let's just be more conscious. This is probably like February, March type time frame. Like, let's just be more conscious of it. Of 2016? Yeah, of 2017. Like, let's be more conscious of like where this could overlap more. Well, it starts getting very obvious. Man, we could really, you know, dive in and do this. And then we'd start to to talk to influencers and they were all open to this concept of us, you know, bringing opportunities to them. And so in June, um, we sat down and to your point earlier, like, how did it all come together? We sat down with a whiteboard and literally just threw up all the things we were good at or all the things that we had access to. So it's like, okay, we have a pretty good access, you know, if we have pretty good access to other influencers. Okay, where where and how do we do that? Maybe we could edit their videos. You know, maybe we could do their brand deals. Maybe we could do that. Like, so we kind of list those things out. And then gaming, we had a couple guys that were just really into gaming. So we're like, we, you know, could start uh, representing gaming talent or maybe we could get into and get a team on like the esports side or maybe we build a gaming brand or product, whatever. So we whiteboard all these things out uh, and then we start going after them. Start yeah. kind of putting them up against the wall to see where they stick or what they do. And... Uh, the agency, so we started Space Station Integrations and Space Station Gaming on on June fifteenth of twenty seventeen, and and from there we just started really pushing ourselves out there to say, hey, we can bring value, and and here's the context and connections, and here's what we learned. That was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Is like we were doing it in house, like we were living it every day. So when it's like, oh, well, you know, what video should I make for this brand? It's like we just did three. Like we get it. It's yeah. tough, and 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 there's yeah. just a certain output, and so it was really, you know, real or authentic or whatever word you want to put in there that like we were, we were doing it too. And you're we documenting it. And I'm like, I'm on, I'm like trying yeah. to get them a deal, but I'm also on camera, like in the vlogs. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, for making sure. Making content. Like you, yeah, you were actually so like, documenting it. it. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like, I know, I know what it feels like. And you understood the so, creator side yeah, really well. Yeah, 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 had really great perspective. So, so we launched those two and bought spacestation.com, launched space station integrations. How much did spacestation.com cost? It was seven grand. Really? <laughs> Which is not bad for yeah, like a, a good return for a domain. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> incredible! Yeah, yeah, yeah. In oh, yeah. forty years, when you sell it to the government, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we'll have that podcast, yeah, yeah. just specifically about the process yeah, of selling yeah. the domain. But yeah, we so we, we buy that and we get going, and um, yeah, gaming starting to build community, and, and we're finding our niche of, of where and what games made the most sense, and and how to build you know community there. And then integrations is starting to pick up. Our, our really first kind of core talent were Tanner Fox and then Peter McKinnon, um, big photographer. Yeah. And we had those two, but then we were doing deals with all kinds of people, you know, Corridor Digital and H3H3 and you name it. We were, you know, if we could get in front of them, we were trying to source and bring value in some way. Um, so that's that's moving. Gaming's moving. And yeah. then the Shonduras channel. And, and then we start A for Adley, his daughter's channel. And those start picking up. Those up. start moving. Yeah. And so momentum's going going well, and we're like, we we actually got into Vid Summit as well, our conference, and so we've we're kind of like really trying to center ourselves in the center of the creator economy. Like, man, can we bring value in as many ways as possible uh, to this you know this ecosystem? And yeah, so we find ourselves with Vid That's Summit, a perfect time. Yeah, yeah, and it was great timing. Yeah. It really oh, was such great. Yeah, timing. and so we yeah. just kind of really wedged ourselves in there through our, you know, event with Vid Summit and then our, you know, agency and then this kind of different look at and way with this gaming where we'd overlap with creators and, and we'd have them was stream like with not us. Even yeah. a huge thing yet. I yeah. mean, this is pre like Fortnite Ninja, yeah. crazy yep. Drake, Almost. you know, 
they're streaming a million people watching type thing. Yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is before that. Our first game was Smite. Most people don't even know what game that is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, I don't recognize that. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. And we did really well. Like we made <laughs> it to know, the world championship and yeah. like, yeah. yeah, but it's this, it's a high res game and it's just this very niche, you know, you'd have to know to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now we're in, you know, Rainbow Six Siege and Rocket League and Halo, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. PUBG, like very noticeable, you know, recognizable names. Yeah. yeah. So, so question I have on but that. It, but that's the lesson. Doesn't yes. start there. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't for sure. start at Halo. Doesn't start at Rainbow Six. Yeah. It starts it's, at Smite. Heroes of the Storm, Brawlhalla. These are all names no, no, no one in this room has <laughs> ever heard of. This. And these are brands. Unless you're in it. These are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you know it, you know it. You know, yeah. if you're in it, you're in it. Well, I right now I'm watching Wrexham. If you've seen that documentary about Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I haven't seen Robert it, but I want to. The soccer. Yeah, yeah then yeah, yeah. buying the. Yeah, so the they talk about how they're the cool thing about soccer in Europe, aka football, is uh, <laughs> they, it, it's a pyramid scheme. I'm just kidding. Uh, but it's a pyramid where top league is the Premier League, then you sure. have Champions League, and then you go to the National League, and then there's all these leagues below. And you could literally start a team with your friends of 15 people and go play in a public league. If you win that, you move you up. Go you up. win that, you go up all the way until you could. Which that's what they did, league. right? He, he yeah. essentially bought into them at whatever level, and yep. then they made it up, right? Yeah, yeah. So they bought them. At like a, they used to be one of the best teams in the country, and they had fallen down. Instead of being like just a rec team that got really good, yeah, they were like, Wrexham was a mining the town that fall from fell <laughs> from the king of the world to the worst of the worst. But now they're doing really well. But I'm anyway, um, but he saw the potential in them and he yeah. bought them at the right time. Yeah, yep. and, but I think it's similar to like the way that e gaming's going right now. Where like anyone can start a team, and this is a question really that I have. Like, how do how do you go about starting a professional gaming team? Yeah, and what is that? Because I would assume integrations is more like driving profit and revenue, and gaming was that more consuming revenue and it taking was, yeah. resources. Yeah, well, I mean, we so we're we're bumping along, and uh, you know, we're it's partnerships, it's winnings, it's in-game skins. Yeah, we're in these kind of obscure games that that not a ton of people know, and not a ton of people are streaming necessarily. And mm. so we're like, hey, we gotta we gotta get into some other games. Like we we gotta go and look yeah. and find. And at the time, 2018, 2019, Rainbow Six Siege just it was it had off. been around forever. Yeah. But it but it was quietly building this kind of competitive scene. And we got in really, really, really early. Like we got in early, early with the developers and with the, the ecosystem to say, like, we're here, we're gonna help build this thing. So that was like a massive, massive lift for us. Um, and then we won the world championship in 2020. So for we're that game. So we're in Montreal. You know, five thousand people in the stadium, half a million live, and yeah, which we is crazy. win. Yeah, we win. This the is your first big win. Oh yeah. And, and what this, year was this? Twenty twenty, February of twenty twenty. Like so how right, long? right before COVID. You had had the team for oh, three years. God. Right before? No, probably a <clears throat> year, year and a half. Unit, unit. Who, if you're listening, unit, I would much rather have you speaking to this. You, you know it all. He's the game. But somewhere, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, we invested into this thing and really tried to help, you know, the developer and bring in great people. And, and, uh, and so, yeah, then it, it results in this world championship, which then was incredible, just validating for the org, you know, good revenues. Yeah. What does a world championship pay? I think that one payout was like one, it's all public. You can go find it, but yeah. I think it was like 1.3, okay. uh, somewhere around there, 1.3, 1.4. And you pay your players on yep. stuff like yep. that. Yep. Everybody, there's coaches, there's analysts. I mean, it's a whole yeah. ecosystem. It's a, wow. it's a whole Which is thing. crazy. And it's now uh, even bigger than it ever yeah. has. But what's, what was the, 
There was the, was it the was it a Fortnite championship that was one of the largest payouts. Yeah, re, that one. And it was one street. Style. See, that's the difference. Yeah. It's like you can go and find some of these like flash in the pan types mm-hmm. scenarios, but but you really find the competitive scenes, a Rocket League, uh, yeah. Halo that that are have been around for a long time and are going to be around for a long time. And the people in the community is absolutely just fanatical about it. And so, you know, we yeah we try to stick to those those mm-hmm. ecosystems and. When you can get close to the developer, we have you know six cars in Rocket League. We have full you know Halo yeah, you guys skins, are guns, your brand in the yeah, game warthogs. I mean everything, so that your your and digital purchases is phenomenal yeah. revenue, right? And so yeah, for sure, that's where you're you're really kind of digging your heels in. But that takes time. They don't just come yeah. in and be like, oh, willy nilly, anybody can have whatever. Yeah, it's like you you really got to show that you're going to be there and you want to be there. Um, and it, so that's been a massive, massive piece for us. And now esports is, you know, like at the University of Utah, uh-huh. they have like yeah. the college team. Oh yeah, you, it's, high school. Yeah, and we, in did, high we, school we actually put it on. Uh, yeah, there's a Ken Garf entire esports program at the high school level that's uh, phenomenal. Super so, cool. So yeah. is esports similar to uh, like soccer, for example, or where you work your way up the ranks? Yeah, some leagues, leagues have like buy-in, so like. Uh, okay. Some of them have where you've got to like almost franchise like an NBA, you know, type yeah. team and, yeah. and that structure. Uh, and then there's others where uh, relegation is really what it is, right? Yeah. Where the best teams get to stay in, and then if you drop to the bottom and you're just not good enough, the next kind of under through. league or junior league can come and take that place, and that keeps it very, very competitive. Like you have to stay instead of just we're terrible and we're here yeah. and yeah. you know, yeah. hopefully we're just gonna kind of keep gonna be here. And so it does create this you know urgency to have the best sure. team and, but dude i mean it's like full-blown and these these guys trading are playing and these are playing for like yeah. 10 hours a oh, day oh yeah, yeah trading and coaching and, and physical Everything. work i mean yeah it's like it's pretty whole, it's probably a lot. so what's the biggest payout <laughs> uh, event for any sports now um there's a couple um I'm trying there's to that one that broke a ton of record. I think it was was it, correct me if I'm wrong i thought it was the fortnite it was like a big no, fortnite championship. but like dota Dota will have some crazy, crazy payouts. Really? Yeah, and they're like crowdsourced, so like yeah, the yeah. people put really? up the pan in. the pre, the prize pool, which is which is pretty cool. So like how there's some, but like Dota, we're just we're not in it, you yeah. know, right now, and that's just not where we're at. So and a lot of these games, like I love Rocket League, like it's a cool absolutely, yeah, it's like spend yeah. ton of time. in My it brother's and, obsessed with Rocket League. Yeah, spend and he a ton works of time in play. Station, yeah, yeah, so. Scotty boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, part of it too is obviously you gotta like took our kids here. We had an event we put on hey, with Halo, like a sanctioned yep. Halo yeah. regional event, and I'm all my kids so at the there, depot, right? Yep, at the yeah. depot, packed house, what, and we win, like we win it, right? And I think it was like 100 or 150k, and like with my kids on the front row, so you know, so it's fun. just that's you know in the game while they're playing, the coach like kind of stands behind them. And like we're looking pretty good in the round, and he like looks up at me, and we make eye contact, and I wink, and he's like, "It's like we're gonna." Do it's just this. cool. It's he's just like, special, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And like so, yeah. there, there is like that is that is just an incredible kind of special moment that uh, you know that when you look at it, you're like, man, it just took a lot <laughs> to yeah. get here, and and uh, and pretty wild, and so. Well, and is it something that uh, I? My guess is you're investing a lot into this. Obviously, you're getting revenue through skins and yeah. digital purchases and winning sponsorships, and yep, but. Yeah. Uh, also, this team is becoming valuable, right? Just like Mark Cuban selling the Dallas Mavericks yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, a thousand percent. Now you're like, you're ingrained in these places, so the brand yeah. and 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 the you know real communities there with you, and so so it's probably worth way more than it's ever done. In for right sure, now, right? for sure. So cool. Yeah, 
That's yeah. amazing. That you guys so, built that. So we're know. doing that. We're doing integrations. Integrations is starting to pick up. You know, we do a, a Hot Wheels car with uh, Tanner Fox. We launch a backpack with Nomadic here locally. Yeah, and, we've seen that. And Peter McKinnon and, and you know, things are moving. And we have a friend uh, who calls us Chris Bennett. He, he hits us up and he's like, hey. Like, I know you guys, cereal was like a big sharp part of like Sean's story, Shondra's story and in the mm -hmm. Snapchat days. And he's still like actually genuinely loves cereal. Like he eats it all the time. So like <laughs> he just thinks Chris is like, oh, these guys like cereal. And so he hits us and, and he's like, Magic hey, Spoon. do you guys want to invest in uh, this company called Magic Spoon? And we're like, yeah, are you going to invest? He's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're like, okay, sick. And so we jump in, we invest and we're like, okay, hey, we're going to be value add investors. Like we want our reputation to really stand out. Yeah. And so we go hard and like we created a custom, you know, the tape that Amazon puts around your the stuff. Boxes. So you know, you yeah. kind of like it's differentiated. Yeah, we, yeah. we make our own like magic spoon times space station tape and we build our own bowls and spoons. So like custom you make guys these, go hard etch them. The yeah. And then we go and send this out <clears throat> to, to these influencers that we work with. And so like we're going really hard and we see it and these guys are popping out their phones and oh, check this out and look at this and how cool. And magic spoon is like, these guys are awesome, man. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Right. And so a year later, it's now 2020 uh, and August of 2020, and they hit us up and they're like, hey, do you, know, do you guys want to take down some more of the round? Like, you guys have been incredible and really value add and we really appreciate it. And we're like, yeah, yeah, like we, we, we want to invest more, but I don't know like how much more we have. It's only been like 12 yeah. months and we're like, look, could we syndicate it? So could we go get some of these influencers? Could we go get some of, some of these people to throw in on this round? And, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, like we'd be down, and so we just start ringing, ringing the phones. Hey, did you remember you did? You said you liked you did it. Like, some stuff. Was did you not want it? And they're like, no, yeah, no, yeah. I do. That'd be sick to invest. In. Like, cool. Hey, you remember? Oh yeah, no, that would be awesome. And so we uh, crowdfunded the round. We syndicate <laughs> and bring together this round, and we invest a million bucks into Magic Spoon. And so we're like, that was incredible. I didn't know our, our community could do that. Right? Uh, how incredible that uh, we were able to get more, and we had already eight x our money. So like we were already stoked, like yeah, holy smokes. Already. And we just felt like Magic Spoon was going to go to the moon. So I was like, this is a great bet. So we get off that, get that all done. We're like, how sick. And Tim, my brother, was like, had known a lot of the lingo and language and we had raised capital. And, and so he, he had helped us do that. And I was like, I wonder if we could do it more. Like we did it once. Like I'm yeah. sure we could probably do it again. And so I just started cold DMing all kinds of people, all Epop and Oats Overnight and Koya and all these better all these for you brands. products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just hitting the CEOs and I'm just like, hey, we invested in Magic Spoon and I think we'd be value add to what you guys are doing. And, and, we and get, it's a great case study. We get what you're going after and like up. here's, and then you're like, sick. And so we invest in Olipop and Oats Overnight and, and all these brands start hitting. And so we keep syndicating and we have yeah. these people that are like, yeah, I want to keep going. I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, and so that's yeah, and these are now house. That's these mean, are now becoming household names. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I, yeah. so I drink all a pop almost every yep. day. Yep. Yeah. So Same we, with Trevor Crump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. overnight. Yeah. All these yeah. all these brands are in people's yeah. homes. Yeah. And so we 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 saw the value there, and we and we just were genuinely doing it because we wanted to invest uh, from the space station, and thought, man, if we could help again, if we could find the market gap and get other people that wanted to invest in these things that might have not have had the access or the time or the whatever that we could help them. And so yeah. it started working and Space Station Investments is born. And, you know, fast forward, we did 52 deals in 52 weeks. 
Oh so my from goodness. August, yeah, August 2020 to August 2021, we did a deal a week. Crazy. Um, and so that really set us as like, <laughs> they were like one of the most prolific angel groups, um, especially in, in, in that, the country in that, at the time. Probably in that CBG literally. space. Yeah. Oh, and in the CBG space. So yeah, yeah. we really yeah. got to know a ton of great people. Um, and so, yeah, in that process, we found, and again, agency's doing well, gaming's doing well. The channels are just absolutely, I mean, the channels are doing three, 400 million views a month. Yeah. Long Ape form. Adley blew up. Long form. Yep. So like collective, I think it's now at like 11, 12 billion views total. Wow. So Which we're talking billions of views. The so thing like, that blows my mind is we're sitting yeah. here talking about one thing all while... <laughs> These other things are happening. They're all happening, They're all happening. at the They're same all happening time. They're all happening at the same time. So like so you're good. investing 52 and 52 weeks all while also building integration. Yeah, agency probably did. This, that would have been 2020, We did like 15 million in revenue. Somewhere around so there. So that's blowing up. Revenue. So that's still moving. It's doing really, really well. You know, channels are moving. Gaming's moving. So so in this process, we found this group, this company um, that we really, really liked. And we were like, look, we want to, you know, we're not the lead investors. We don't come in. We're not a fund. So we yeah, don't have available yeah. dollars to be like, we'll commit this. Yeah. It was always about how your ecosystem, community, how right? The club, it. we call it the Space Station Club, how the club would would react to uh any given thing. So like Aura Ring, we had raised a ton of money for. And like that was, that's been yeah. our biggest, a $2 million investment. So that was like our biggest that we had done. And then other ones we were doing two or 300K, right? And so, so we'd come to groups and be like, hey, like carve us off maybe somewhere in that like two to 300K range. And in this specific scenario, we loved what these guys were doing. And so we bump along, bump along. We keep checking in. They keep kind of checking in. And we get to this point where we're like, you know what? It might be advantageous that we come on and really help the fundraising side. Like, I think we need one momentum, but also like we have a great group. I think we could really come in and help. And so we partnered with, uh, nodal power where we said, we're, we'll go out and help, you know, raise these funds. Mm. I think I remember this announcement. Yep. And so we, these guys are mining Bitcoin using landfill gas. So we take the methane at a landfill, convert it into energy. And then with that energy, we, we bifurcate it. We either use it to mine Bitcoin or we put it back on the grid, depending on, uh, kind of the setup in the scenario. And so we come in, we raise 13 and a half million bucks and go and deploy. So like the Davis landfill yep. just up the road, uh, we convert uh, energy there. And wow. so so that gets really, really going and, and has some phenomenal momentum. Again, while all these other you know, oh, things. So things. And these are not on. all just explosive up to the right, perfect, everything's great. Like within there, there's so many different stories of things that didn't work, right? Or iterations of of processes that needed to be fixed or uh, just straight up failures, uh, you know, within that, no doubt. And so I just don't want this to perceive as this like, it's like perfect. And there's like, everything works and like no problems at all. Like plenty of of heartache, plenty of problems, plenty of, of, you know, uh, things going on. But, Overall, keeping the positive, you know, positivity and the momentum towards the good. How and, does the operations work yeah. when you're doing so many things? Yeah, because like obviously the two Sean's. So you heard me like unit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, you heard yeah. me mention unit. Yep, units running the gaming side and and just endemic and making sure that it's going there. And then you have like a Nate Riddle on animation, right? So we'll, I didn't talk about it yet, but like we yeah. we were re, we were <laughs> yeah, like this is one. You more also thing. have an animation. Let's reima- <laughs> yeah, let's reimagine yeah. you know content and. We already had these, you know, billions of views. Let's reimagine those in some ways so that we could resurface them and 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 have them come back out. And so, start an animation studio. But like Nate Nate Riddle 
is who is just obsessed there. He's he's known the space for a really long time. He's been at it. Yeah. He knows what the pipeline needs to look like and, and all those pieces. And then Sean comes in and knows all the YouTube direction and what thumbnail and what's going to work for the community. And so Nate's really, really driving home. But as a collective, you know, there's other resources and help and Trav and Tim, you know, Trav's on integrations and Tim yeah. is running investments. And so that's really how it's, you know, you all, how could leaders. all this happen is that you have, you have incredible yeah. humans and people that are, you know, at that level, just really, really grinding and driving it in. So how do you find the right people to do it that you can trust? And yeah, I mean, that's always the, it's always the, the but you've had the, the same people in place for a long time. Like, it seems like you guys yeah. did a good job at picking those yeah. people. Some of that is like evolution, right? People, people learn, pick it up, you know, it's there and they figure it out. Uh, some of it is like Nate Riddle was like, I think 18 years, um, or something like that in animation. It's like, this was truly his this career. This is what he's done. Yeah. This is, this is who he was. Yeah. You know, Trav wasn't, Trav didn't work in an agency previously. Tim yeah. didn't run an investment firm previously, you know? And so those were just ambitious, you know, people, people. that were going to figure it out and solve it. And like I said, at the very beginning, I, I believe in the human nature that, that we can really figure out how to do a crazy wall or the plastic that perfectly fits on this or a yeah. phone that can literally do anything, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, like actually anything. And so, so we can do as humans, we can do anything. It's, it's just, if you're willing, if you're willing fire, to put in the work, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the willingness to learn. It's, it's all those things. And so I think we've been fortunate to have just some, some ambitious, like hardworking people. Well, one of the things that I've always found very like exciting and intriguing about the space station is the fact that I feel like the people who work there seem so bought in where, you know, most businesses really struggle getting their team heavily involved or almost acting like owners. So especially the leaders that you guys have hired, like yeah. you have a guy coming in Nate Riddle that has had 17 years experience. Yeah. And you bring him over and he's completely bought in to what Space oh. Station's doing. How do you get these people so bought into your guys' vision? Maybe uh, tie that into like best day ever, right? Because this yeah. is kind of like yeah. Sean, like I, at least me from the outside, not yeah. being in your culture, how yeah. I perceive it as being Sean wanting to create this best day ever, not only for people yep. that work for you guys, but the for world. the community and the world. The world. So it's like, I think when you look at and, and maybe, um, if you were to parallel it with some other scenarios, you know, product and what you're doing, maybe, right? We're a loan company or we're this. You can get in the in the kind of mindset that like, that's what we are. When I did janitorial, it's like, we're janitors. That's what yeah. we do, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't have to. I think of like a Tony Shea and Zappos, mm. right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, we're a shoe company, but really we're a customer service company. And like, we shoes is our like avenue to what we to do, do but really this is our core and where we're at you can imagine how helpful it is to have a creative guy, to have this incredible personality, right? In that he's telling the world and billions of views, best day ever and where that's at, that it it bleeds into and it becomes a part of what you're doing, yeah. right? It becomes a part of the vision and the direction of where you're going. And a massive piece to it too is not just like, this is what it is. Yeah. It's like, Trav might have an idea to do X, Y, or Z thing, right? You've Spent more time with Trav than I have. It's yeah. like, you know who he is. You know <laughs> yeah, how he works. Yeah. You know how his mind works. You know how quick he is, how thoughtful, how caring, how, like, you got to let, you got to let people do what they're good at and you got to let them be, you know, what they want to be because when you start not letting them be what they want to be, then they don't want to be where they're at because they think there's somewhere else they could be more. They think there's somewhere else they could be better and have more production or output or whatever. Um, so it's part of it is like, 
evolving with removing the boundaries yeah allowing them to to find what that is and what that means and sometimes it hits up against it like well that's not really what we want or what we need too and and everybody kind of has to re-evaluate or evolve uh and so yeah plenty of people have left the space station plenty of people would listen to this and think no it's not that it's Mm -hmm. not what you're saying it's not what you think but I think that's life. You could look outside and like, oh, it's all muggy and nasty. Or you could look, this is perfect lighting for some pictures. You know, and you can look yeah, and yeah, yeah. be like, oh, the snow is so soggy and psyche. You're like, that's incredible to go snowboarding. Like it's so much where you're at and what you, what in that it's moment mindset. it looks to. And so I think the the crew that's there that is doing and going are in that, you know, fulfilled and and feel like they're moving. But yeah, yeah. it's again, it's not perfect. I, I'm not here to put a, write a book that's like, here's exactly how you <laughs> do it. <laughs> I remember I went to Zappos headquarters and I was like, this is wild. It was wild. Like people's desks are just crazy, you know, cause you can just do whatever you want with your desk. Like that was wild. They literally hold their like <laughs> town halls in the old town hall of like Las Vegas, like city council. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So there's like the literal like bench and like yeah, where yeah. The, like people would sit and then like stadium style seating. And so like, yeah, it would, we hit, we in, in the crowd mics days, we held an event there. And so like, you can go and read books and there's plenty of, of stuff around that they were a little too, you know, like do whatever you want, come yeah. go. And, and things, you know, wasn't, weren't as efficient too and fluid. Didn't, didn't run as, as smooth. And so I think it's genuinely finding a balance. And mm-hmm. I think even more important to that and, and appreciate, you know, Shane for really always being vocal of just like, Hey, things are hard, you know, and, and on your LinkedIn, uh, you know, guys like yourself or Corey, uh, you know, with Taft or some of these others that are just Levi Lindsay, where it's like, it's not perfect. It's not, you know, everything there's, it's tough. It's tough. And people are going through things you might not realize or know. And so num- number one is just being vocal and sharing and, and having a great line of communication for that. So, yeah. Well, you guys have also built this incredible brand with all the different types of swag that you guys do that I think really ties people to. And one thing that I feel like from the outside in, it looks like you've done really successfully is hired friends and family. Yeah. And a lot of friends and family. Done really well there. <laughs> lot Which of a lot of people, that's like you ask anybody that wants to get business advices, don't hire friends I know, and family. I know. But <laughs> I mean, I've got a brother, I've got two brother in laws that work at Scroll. And I would say everyone that works at Scroll is a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and we have tons of families. I'm talking like, yeah, yeah. Ton, tons of just like your brother works with you. And yeah. Sean's mom, my mom. You Most know, we of have your a couple, brothers are involved, aren't they? Uh, Some just, of them. Or yeah, just Tim. Just Tim, really. But, yeah. you know, then we have, um, yeah, like a couple families that will have like Nate and his wife and their daughter, you know, and then we'll have like the, the Louders who will run like all of our merchandise that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. They do all that, that work and their husband, wife combo. Right. And then their son works in a different part of the space station and does stuff. And so, uh, again, it's what you want to make it. Right? Yeah, you can, totally. Oh no, it doesn't work or it can totally work. How who has you your back seen? more than your family, but who might be the toughest combos? Like it's, yeah, it's such a, you know, it's a, it's a trade. It's a trade off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah. a double-edged sword because yeah. it is like my Those conversations become tougher. Yeah. He's worked for us for four years. And yeah. although like, Yes, he has my back more than yeah. anyone yep. would, and he'll work harder for our company than anyone would. But it's also the tough conversations are way tougher to have. Tough. Yep. So, uh, how have you guys found that those, uh, like, what's the best way, I guess, in your mind to <sighs> have, work with family? <laughs> Just being real, 
Yeah. I mean, we had, I had one with my mom yesterday, which like had to get pretty real. It's like, yeah. cool. You're my mom, all those things, but it's like, this is the objective and like, this is what's got to get done. So like, get it done. Separate it. Just yeah. get it done. Like that's what needs to get done. And, yeah. it's, and it's pretty yeah. objective. Uh, so just get that done. And and then that's, yeah, then we're good. Then we're separate then business. <laughs> then family, it's done. Right? Then it's good. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. like, that's, you know, as, as direct and, and as kind of way to solve it. And I think it goes across anyone, not just parents yeah. or family. Um, is just like, what, what, where are we headed? What are we doing? And as long as we can all be on the same page to get there in our own ways, that I think it aligns, we'll you know, aligns pretty well. And you sep- do you separate, I guess, I don't want to assume, but like, yeah. do you separate your life's mission and your career's mission, right? Like, yeah, it's tough. Cause like it's, this has become a massive part of my life. And when I was growing up, my mom was the DQ lady. Like that was who she was, like her yeah. license plates, <laughs> yeah. you know, literally Identity all she wore was Dairy Queen. Like when she when she moved up here after she sold it after 34 years, it was like, who are you? Where? Yeah, you, <laughs> like, you lose part of your, it's like, like this is just bizarre. Identity. And so yeah. there there's just no doubt that, you know, it is completely intertwined in in both missions. You know, it's it's kind of one collective mission, but there's there is separation and there there is parts that are my family, are places and things that I, you know, I have to invest in and, and treat in a separate way. And so I was born and raised in like, my mom was the DQ lady and that was her soul. Yeah. Genuinely. And she like yeah. introduced herself as a DQ lady. It was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like so, so, so deep, you know, deeply ingrained. Um, so, and I'm, yeah, incredibly proud of, of what we built and what we've done and, and, uh, the opportunities and the experiences and, uh, that it's brought. So, and what do you feel like's next? There's, a, I mean, there's a lot coming in like yeah. digital space and AI and all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, like we've what, set like, ourselves up next? to be able to do a lot of that stuff. That's the, yeah. kind of the cool part, as, yeah. as you've heard the story and and it would relate to you at home of what you're doing or what you're working on is like using one the resource around us. Like we didn't stop and say, okay, let's do this thing. Like this is what it's going to be. You know, it was an evolution that like, wait, we have people that want to invest with, with us and why not do that? And it, it became like so intuitive and made so much sense that, that we just did it, right? And so I think as you look around, like, wait, I'm really good at this or I know this really well or I want to do that thing, I, th- I think it'll kind of start to happen. And, and of all of this that we've talked about, it's completely who you know. It's completely about relationships, really is. Like yeah. getting access to or gaining knowledge because you can learn more in a single conversation from somebody that you could then you could ever read in a book than you could ever try to study and do from someone who went through it, right? Who sat and was just beat up on whatever the scenario or topic was. So if you can make that phone call and say, hey, how did this go? How did that go? What would you do different? You know, what did you like? What did you what didn't you like? That's so, 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 so valuable. This week I got to meet with some phenomenal entrepreneurs where I asked those exact things. And the other way, Right, had one that was like, "Hey, like, you, guys you guys have structured some of this, or what does this look like?" And very tactical, like tax, like entity structure type, like questions, with the knowledge that, like, I've seen you've had to try to handle this it. thing. So, yeah. like, what did you do? I'm like, I wouldn't do this, or I would do this, or I would talk to this guy. He's he knows this thing and and whatever. For him, it was like that was so much quicker and more valuable than, you know the next way is the other thing. Yeah. So it's like another great example. We did a, an incredible collaboration uh, with Pura. So we invested in Pura mm. and then we were really close friends with Studio McGee. And so I connect Sid and Bruno and they go on to do this phenomenal collaboration. 
just that quick. Yeah. Knowing yeah. both relationships there, it just goes. For sure. Then they probably both would have eventually worked with each other or both wanted to work with each other. It's just how do you get it going and who reaches out and does that reach out work and do they see it and, and all those things. Yeah. But if you can more fluidly do that. And so whatever level you're at, you're in yeah, high school, like, we've got like four or five here and then like a couple over here in this other room. It's like, if you're there and you want to get into that, that thing, then start studying it and start intern or just start asking questions or listening to things like this and, and figuring out, okay, maybe this is where I want to go. And, or if you're at a job today that you love, but you want to be the CFO, then start asking the CFO questions. Start surrounding yeah. yourself with the CFO individuals to get to that CFO place. So it genuinely does not. It's so often. I just have saw somebody post it or, or was talking about like, all I see is founders on here. And it just feels like it's always founders, founders. It's like, <laughs> you don't have to be a founder. You really, yeah. really yeah. don't. I promise. Tim Cook's not the founder of Apple. Yeah. Doing a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Tesla, Elon Musk did not found Tesla. He bought right. it. So like, but we all associate and think Elon's the man and like Tesla's in credit. He, 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 he created the culture and he, and he helped obviously elevate it to what it is today. But like, he doesn't have the, the title founder next to him. Right? Yeah. So like, it doesn't have to be that title or that piece. So whatever scenario or wherever you're at, it's completely about surrounding yourself with those right people. And those right people might be through a podcast. Yeah. Like those right sure. people might be through a book. Those right people might be through whatever the scenario you're in. A LinkedIn in. lunch. Yeah. Yeah, LinkedIn yeah, lunch. Could be yeah, as simple as that. thousand percent. Whatever, That's where right? I've met so many incredible people just yeah. bumping into people, yeah. you know, and hanging out. So it's like that is that is uh, how you acquire knowledge. You know, and everybody does it different um, in all kinds of different ways. But that is a thousand percent where I would start today. Whatever you're listening to this from your desk at work, you're commuting on your drive, you're doing the right thing and trying to to learn more and get some perspectives or some ideas to whatever you're doing. But yeah, you don't have to be founder. You don't have to be, you know, and meet the CEO of something. It's like, yeah. you can genuinely meet the guy that's just barely above you. Yeah. Right. And you should be thoughtful to help the guy that's just barely below you. And just yeah, find providing ways to, that value. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Just find ways to provide a little bit of value to where you're at. And because like in our company, for example, there's ways that AI could completely transform yeah. uh, how much work our people have to do on a day-to-day, -day, right? Like yeah. In our industry. And it already has. Yeah, it, it totally has. But imagine if there was one person at work that was like, guys, I just took, spent all this time building out these like simple AI models that like figure this out for Mitch or figure this out for so-and-so, yep. right? It's like you just – the thing that I feel like listening to you that you've been so good at is you guys have such great intuition. It's like, oh, Pura is this device that goes at home and McGee & Co. does home. home. Yeah. Well, and you have so the like, privilege of having them. those relationships now yeah. and that's been, and I think that's something to maybe remind is like it's taken time to get there. Yeah. Years. It, yes. It's like, and the, you have the privilege now years of having those sure, relationships sure. and the knowledge, great. but that's yep. like, that's taken starting in high school yeah. and for having good friends, forming good relationships, taking that into potentially college or a job, doing the same thing. And bringing and value. You can't 100%. just expect it comes yeah. back. Like all of a sudden. <laughs> you have to give. Any Exactly. You have Anything to give. or anyone's going to just give you what you need or what you want or just yeah. hand it to you. It's like it is no. such a grind and you have to bring the value back. And so, yeah, fortunately with the space station, it has a lot of different kinds of value. Yeah, it right? really yeah. does. Social media and storytelling and community and connection to brands and fulfillment with that and brand building. And any one of those have built a brand 
from nothing in their service or in their industry. Yeah. So it's like there's there's plenty, and then having invested in ninety four companies yeah. now, right? So it's wow. like yeah. those transactions and what's an SPV and how does that work and <laughs> all these yeah. accredited investors and all these different things by just purely doing. So what we were talking about, what we're going to talk about right after this is this idea that I've had. And it's like, who do I call first, right? When I'm, okay, I got this idea around, you know, paid media. And it's like, I start ringing up the people I know in that space or in that world. And that then immediately gets me to the guys who do it every day and know exactly if it would yeah. work or not than me speculating and building a business plan and iterating and ideating and investing. And dig- I make a call and I'm like, with this, no, it doesn't work. Okay, cool. You move on. Yeah. Then burning, you're just just spinning your wheels. It's like it never bothers me when people hit me on LinkedIn or like, hey, what do you think of this? Or hey, what do you think of that? Or hey, where are you at? Am I gonna stop? Do 30 minutes in a call and get down? Maybe not. Probably not. To be completely honest. Yeah. But am I down to like, hey, that's tough, or hey, that doesn't work, or here's just a couple of roadblocks I've seen having interacted with that, or reach out to this buddy. He might be much more equipped to, to maybe help you or just give you some direction or ideas because it's gone both ways. Then people are like, yeah. okay, got it. Awesome. But some of those have turned into phenomenal mass, like incredible companies that now are like, Hey, I remember when you were the guy that was, would help me. I remember when you were the guy that hit me back. I remember when you were the guy, like be that person, right. That, that is thoughtful and helpful in whatever your thing is. These guys out here know how to run a podcast better than me. Right. Yeah. Oh, they're in, in high school. What yeah. does that matter? It doesn't matter. What does that matter? Yeah. So if I'm going to hit up and say like, what mic should I get? And how do you, the audio levels and the cameras and all these things, genuinely these, these four people are right out here have a lot better idea and have endemically lived that than me trying to think, yeah, but I'm a 36 year old man with <laughs> five kids and I, I can, I can figure this out. Why? Yeah. Why? Like just genuinely ask them and they know it and they live it. And they, they would give yeah. not just the suggestion like, Oh, this mic, this mic, because I use this one and, and it was really crackly and terrible. And then we use this mixing software and it messed it up. And then this camera and when you sh- switch between the can, like they just know it hours, hours, master yeah. your craft, your hours and hours, hours into whatever that is, just realize there's someone for every one of those, the earpiece you're wearing, the buttons that yep. you have, literally the shoes, the sole of your, sh- like there's someone Everything. that that is what they've either made their whole career or they're just like mega passionate in. Right. So like if you, I would spend the time to get to them, then I would spend the time trying to just continue to self-educate yourself. myself and try yeah. and iterate and change and do. And so like dive into and figure out and spend the time to get to that person or get to that scenario as quickly as possible, that's the only way this has ever worked for the space station is by purely the speed to market because we're willing to go and ask the f- mm. help and the favors and the connections and the ideas yeah. so that when we come into a market, we know the pitfalls and we know the successes and then we try to emulate the best we can to, to do them. So. Yeah, we have a phrase that, because we have really been inspired by what you guys have done and part of our problem at scroll has been we've been stuck in operator mode mm-hmm. and we've really wanted to be able to get out of operator mode and get into like creating other branches of our business that yep. complement what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we're getting to that point. Yeah. We're, we're starting to get to that point, but we've always been just super inspired by the space station because yeah. we have a phrase where we say, if we're going to fail, let's fail fast. Yeah. Right, like let's just yeah. try it. Let's just do really it really quick. If it works great, and so all it, it takes is manpower hours, <laughs> you know, and just 
grinding it out, yeah. trying to figure out how to get it done. And, and if it's re- if it's really in your soul, if you really want to do it, you'll do it. You will. If you yeah. really want to do it, you'll get up at five in the morning or whatever you're stay up till five in the morning. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Or I love, I don't know if you like listen to, better. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you yeah. listen to like Hormozy or see some of his stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. you know, he's like, look, I still drink. I still <laughs> smoke. I still do all these things. And I'm successful. I don't wake up at, at three in the morning and go on an ice plunge day. and then run <clears throat> 76 miles. And then like, I'm doing the things I like and I'm still yeah. going after it. And so like, I'm not an early person. I don't like to wake up super early. I'm just not. We actually live in like the same neighborhood. So I'll see Shane like running by. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like, look at that guy. He's running. Yeah. You know, it doesn't bother me. And I'm like, he's better than me or not. It's just that fulfills and is important to him. And that's incredible. If he does it at two in the morning or if he does it two in the afternoon, who cares? Literally yeah, yeah, who cares yeah. when it comes down to it though. If you have the fire in your belly, you will figure out, I promise you, you will yeah. figure out how You'll make the time. to do that thing. Some of it's desperation. Sometimes it just comes down Sometimes to purely like, <laughs> I have to, it's bottom. not I want to. to, I literally have to make this happen. Yeah, I really do. But I, I want to. twos are harder. And then I want to just like, well, it's going yeah, like to be inconvenient else. and it's going to kind of suck. Yeah. And I'm going to have to sacrifice something. And, and, and so then that's, that is helpful in, in your guys' current iteration that it's like, well, maybe that isn't the thing. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. if it's, if it's yeah, not yeah. just like killing you and you just, how many times have I hit you? This guy's in Hawaii. And I'm like, dude, are you back yet? I have this idea. <laughs> I have to tell you that like, I'm back tomorrow, bro. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like it's that on my, it's that much on my mind that I, I yeah, just won't stop. About. I literally won't. I can show you. I've text, texted this guy two or three times where I'm just like, I got to get this out of my soul. Like either way, it can fail and be like, okay, got it. For sure. No problem. problem is I'll sink my teeth into Move it the on. second I allow myself to. I know. To, you know? <laughs> I know. So he has to be he has to be cautious that like, wait, I'm still in this mode with my wife and we're, we're doing this. And like, I know that if I let myself go, then I'm going to be I'll nonstop. It's going to be yeah, gone. And yeah. it's going to be nonstop. Yeah. So it's like that is partially how in first vacation, that's how we've, we've operated and done things where it's just like, yeah, we really do see it and we really do want it and we really want to go. And it's just in your, in your soul. Like then you almost can't not do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. To to a degree to like figure out if it's viable or not, or if it works or not. So, well, I could talk to you for hours because I feel like we could even get into like the, well, now let's talk about how you feel like you prioritize your day. So you have time to do all all kinds of like, because that's where I feel like, you know, easier said than done, but you've found a way to you and, Chandra is both yeah. have just found a way to say like and Tim and Nate and yeah. the list yeah, goes all, on. Those are the ones yeah, you guys know. Those, so I don't yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the, but then there's your whole huge long on. list. And you have Mitch and Dan. It's like yeah. it, it it all accumulates and it all comes together. Just be that name, be be on that list of of the go-getters and that. And there there is no balance. I don't I don't know if you follow like Nate Randall, uh Gab, yeah. Gab you know, CEO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love to find inspiration from like people I know or people I, I just like and associate with. And it's like, he sits down and says like tonight at six 30, my son has a concert. I will not miss that. I don't care if my biggest client, I will say, Hey, I can get to you at this time. This is more, this is the this non-negotiable. Is, I'm yep. doing this straight up. Yeah. I'm doing this thing. And I, th- I took that to heart that like, wait, what are some of these? And which then you were leading to earlier that was like, wait, what's, you know, life, uh, some life goals and some business goals and how does it overlap? It's like, I have to find the non-negotiables in both. Cause there's also times where I have to tell my family and say, I have to get this done. Yeah. And they're like, wait, you're not coming home for dinner. And like yesterday, my daughter's sending this video, this, my little two year old daddy, daddy. And it's like, I had made this commitment and, and, and I got to stick with it and that's what I'm doing. But also they know 
when it's their non-negotiable and it's important to them that I will be there. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's, it, there's no balance. It's like, it's not work-life balance. It's just, it's whatever. just life. Yeah. And if you don't love your work, then your life sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, my work yeah, sucks, yeah. but my life's incredible. You've never heard <laughs> yeah. anyone yeah. ever say that. Yeah, yeah. It's like my work sucks. And then they, that's all they talk about. And you're like, well, if your work, so just leave that, your work there. And then like yeah. your life's great. It's like, well, they always just talk about how sucky the stuff is and how terrible it is. Like, well, then obviously something needs that's to be fixed. Bleeding into and like there's a massive part of yeah, your life. Yeah. And where you spending some of the time, like it's 40 get to that, 50 hours a week. Get that right. <laughs> yeah. For you know sure. what I mean? And and figure that out. And so there's so much like dude, we could learn you know, talking the entire day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I actually believe that. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Well, Sean, like seriously, thank you for sharing Heck one, yeah. your story, the the space station experience. I hope so, like you've you listen to some of these. Really yeah. Well. I hope that people <clears> will will one genuinely reach out if there's any like way to help or do, and that that it's not just this like unattainable. It's the dude who was debt collecting. You know, <laughs> a, Sean was a skater, right, and built this incredible Snapchat on. He's like it, this perception or thought or idea that like you got to be born into it or you got to have some luck or something. Just get after it. Get surrounded by the great people. Be patient. So I just hope that like yeah. it's not just another podcast where you hear some cool story of the space station and wow, but that that it comes with actual like you can do this i literally promise you you can do it whatever that it is but like you can get after it and i hope i can be a resource and you guys be resources that you're willing to take the sure text or calls or where's the best place for people to reach out to you linkedin's probably number one just easiest that's where i i can see quick messages and kind of keep them somewhat organized um yeah and then my family stuff is on in my instagram that's where i share just most of my like adventures and with my kids and cool stuff right. there um yeah and then the space station on instagram is it's just kind of fun to see yeah, a lot of the culture. overlap of what we're yeah. doing even that accounts blowing I know. Up a little yeah. Bit. Like, I know yeah i know yeah which is I know. Cool. your brother and edgar and others that that really give it the time in the oh, next yeah. uh i think a couple of weeks it'll even blow up more we got some kind of cool fun giveaway cool. ideas and things that we want to do to give back to people awesome so. Again. Well, yeah. hopefully I'm a shoe in for the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we better get one of those influencer packs you guys are sending out. Okay, that's it. That's right. it. I Thank appreciate you. it, guys. Thanks yeah. for thanks for having me on. Thanks for the time today, Sean. Incredible. Heck yeah, appreciate okay. it. Okay, that's a wrap. Thank you. Chop that. Thank thing, you, guys. Man. That was cool. Yeah.